KTSA News Flash. President Joe Biden Friday afternoon in the White House said the United States believe they had more time to move Americans and SIVs out of Afghanistan. Despite that, though, the president is taking ownership of the decision to withdraw troops. When asked about a July cable from American officials at the embassy in Kabul to the State Department warning about the potential for a rapid collapse of the Afghan government, President Biden said he got a wide range of advice and intelligence, but he maintained that the, quote, consensus opinion was that the government there would be able to hold on for months longer. The buck stops with me. I took the consensus opinion. The consensus opinion was that, in fact, it would not occur if it occurred until later in the year. So it was my decision. That's Karen Travers. The president offering an update on the rush to evacuate Americans and some Afghan citizens from Kabul. Despite the danger for anyone trying to reach the Kabul airport, President Biden promising... Any American who wants to come home, we will get you home. But that depends on the Taliban letting Americans and special immigration visa Afghans through. We're in constant contact with the Taliban working to ensure civilians have safe passage to the airport. The Taliban seen stopping many Afghans from leaving. That's Andy Field in Washington. It will remain difficult for some people to cross over the northern and southern border into the U.S. Restrictions are being extended for at least another month. In a blow to border towns that are desperate for business from Mexico and Canada, the Department of Homeland Security is extending restrictions on non-essential border travel. The department saying it's to minimize the spread of COVID, including the Delta variant. The restrictions on non-essential travel over the border were first put in place in March of 2020, and they've been extended monthly. There are exceptions, including for U.S. citizens to be able to cross over without issue. That's correspondent Alex Stone. The nation's eviction moratorium will remain in effect for now. A federal appeals court in Washington, D.C. has refused to end the Biden administration's eviction moratorium. That sets up a likely legal fight before the Supreme Court. Realtors in Alabama and Georgia had sued to block the eviction ban reinstated earlier this month. A lower court also declined to overturn the moratorium. That's correspondent Jim Kersula. Governor Greg Abbott's ban on mask mandates will not be enforced in schools for the time being. The Texas Education Agency says there's no way to enforce it because of the current court battles. They're promising to release more information once the legal issues are resolved. Multiple lawsuits have been filed against Abbott over his executive order with state, county, and school board members saying face coverings are needed in classes due to rising coronavirus cases. There's also a federal suit. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is confirming his lawsuit against San Antonio ISD over its coronavirus vaccine mandate for employees. Paxton announced the suit today, saying the district is violating an executive order by Governor Greg Abbott. Paxton is vowing to sue every single governmental agency which violates the order. Texas lawmakers will be able to take up a GOP-backed election bill now that more Democratic lawmakers have returned to the state capitol. House Speaker Dade Phelan welcomed them back. I appreciate every one of you. I'm looking forward to working with you. The House's Select Committee on Constitutional Rights and Remedies will hear the bill Monday. Public testimony is limited to two minutes and the line will be long. The bill is supported by Republicans who see it as an important security measure but criticized by Democrats as voter suppression. A 19-year-old from Houston has been sitting in the Comal County Jail since Saturday. Samuel Ells Jr. was reportedly arguing with a family member while on the river. He went back to his car and got a gun and fired two shots into the water. Witnesses said Ellis immediately tried to run back to his car, but was stopped by New Braunfels police before he could flee. He was charged with aggravated assault of a family member with a deadly weapon. His bond was set at $100,000. Funeral arrangements are pending for a Bear County deputy who died in his sleep while off-duty at home. 
Sheriff Javier Salazar says the relatives of 41-year-old Deputy Floyd Cardenas found his body early Thursday morning. No underlying uh, medical conditions to, to speak of at this point that we know of. Uh, matter of fact, he was just at work yesterday. Cardenas was an 18-year veteran of the sheriff's office who was a SWAT operator and the head trainer for the K-9 unit. Cardenas had a wife and two children. Bridge demolition will be causing I-10 and Bernie to shut down at 9 p.m. tonight. TxDOT crews will be tearing down the U.S. 87 bridge as part of the I-10 Kindle extension project. The interstate will be closed between Highway 46 and Scenic Loop Road. It should be back open by Monday at 5 a.m. Danny DeVito has lost his Twitter verification after tweeting support for workers on strike. The TV star posted a tweet Wednesday in support of Nabisco workers striking for improved hours and better pay. After the tweet, DeVito's account lost the blue checkmark, verifying its authenticity. It's unclear if he lost the checkmark because of the tweet. His fans are not happy about it and are calling on Twitter to give it back. DeVito's TV show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, has been renewed for another four seasons. A new poll shows more Americans are taking UFOs seriously. More Americans think UFOs are actually alien spacecraft visiting us from other worlds. The Gallup survey measured an eight-point increase in the number of believers over the past two years, now at 41%. Half of Americans are skeptical, but even that figure is down from 60% in 2019. More college graduates think it's possible we've been visited, going from 27 to 37 percent. And more middle-aged people think there's something to all those reported sightings of UFOs. That's Rory O'Neill. KTSA Money News. Wall Street wrapped up a tough week with big gains, getting help from earnings beats from Deer and Foot Locker. The Dow gained 226 points to 35,120. The Nasdaq was up 172 points to 14,714. And the S&P advanced 35 points higher to 44.41. Oil fell $1.36 to $62.14. Apple is joining the growing list of corporations, delaying the return of its workforce to the office because of the Delta variant. Apple says it's pausing its return till January. Jason Brooks, CBS News. ATSA AccuWeather. Tonight will be breezy this evening. A moonlit sky will be humid, low 78. Saturday, humid with a mix of sun and clouds. High 95. Saturday night, mostly cloudy and humid. Low 78. Sunday, sunshine and patchy clouds. High 97. I'm Chris Morelli with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.